The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. We are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University Podcast, episode 233. Yeah. Alan, good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Yeah. Doing Just, pretty good. Yeah. I like the setup we've got in your, yeah. uh, little, in your studio. A little makeshift studio here. Yeah. A little change of location again. Yeah. I like it. It's, yeah. Change is always good, even though I stress out when there's change. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. This is not exactly the same as I've been doing for 200 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you came down here. It's I great. Get, I get a little nervous. Yeah, for um, sure. So I thought for this episode, um, I was recently interviewed by these two awesome women, yeah. uh, Evie and Sarah. They do a podcast called The Modern Manners for Moms and Dads. Okay. And they're 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 funny. They uh they they've got great opinions, yeah. or I should just say strong opinions. <laughs> That's great. And um and so I had I had heard their podcast, and so I reached out to them and just said, hey, I'd love to be on. And mm-hmm. they they responded back, and we, you know, we scheduled something. And so I thought it would be cool just to hear this interview. Yeah. That they did to me. Uh, we do we talk about sharenting. Okay. Uh, you know, social media posting too much. You know, that kind of thing. I challenged them a little bit. In Did you? This. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, as I like to do. And uh, so, yeah, I thought we would just roll that. That's and, a great idea. I think yeah. we should we could dedicate this episode to that for sure. situation. And um, and it's great to hear the the other perspective, the other side. It's oh, two women, sure. you said. Yeah. Now you have two men. And you have, <laughs> yeah, you have there you go. That's great. Right on. So let's hear it. Right on. Here we go. I'm Sarah Davis. And I'm Evie Granville. And this is our podcast on Modern Manners for Moms and Dads. This week, we have a special guest, Jason Kreidman of Dad University. Dad University provides dads advice and fatherly education, supporting dads through their journey through fatherhood. He's going to offer us the dad perspective on social media and your kids over sharenting. When the average child has over 1,500 images of them posted online by their fifth birthday, What does it mean to overshare? Tonight, we're talking about the etiquette behind raising kids in this generation of ubiquitous social media. As you guys know, we're best friends and business owners, moms to six young kids between us, and teachers with lots of years in the classroom. We're answering your questions on modern manners for moms and dads to help parents with all those what should I or when should I or could I sicky etiquette situations we face every day. We keep it real when it comes to expectations. And remember, this podcast is for adults only. So don't listen with little ones. Jason, thank you for being with us today. Oh, well, thanks for having me on. We're really excited to get a dad's perspective because usually it's just the two of us ladies. (laughs) And we know that bringing in a third party always will liven things up and offer some new ideas. So before we jump into this whole sharenting thing. Would you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I was, um, I've been in internet marketing for probably 20 plus years. And through that journey, I, you know, I had my, my first child and then all of a sudden I had a second child and I was really lost. Um, I, I, I came from what I would say a great family. Um, but from a parenting perspective, I just, I didn't really know what to do. I was struggling. There was all kinds of issues I was facing. 
And so I, I just set out on this journey and the journey was to learn more and understand that there's gotta be more than kind of what I was doing and what I knew. And I, you know, and I looked at some of the books, I tried to look online, um, I just didn't find what I was looking for and anything that I did find, it wasn't how I learned best. And so, uh, you know, short story long, I mean, I started a, a, a meetup group locally and I'm, I'm in San Diego, California. And that resonated, you know, pretty well, but it wasn't enough for me. And so then I started a podcast uh, with a, a person that I had done some work with, uh, with Alan. And then that kept going. And I said, there's just there still has to be more. And then that's why I started doing videos and, and started this and built this thing, Dad University. And so what I talk about a lot is, are the things that have worked for me. Yeah, I watched a few of your YouTube videos and you're very dynamic. I really enjoyed uh, well, I really yeah. enjoyed your kind of, yeah, uh, it was really fun to watch. Um, today we're going to talk about oversharing and social media. Mm -hmm. um, what particular platforms you, are we going to be focusing on tonight? Well, I, th I think if, you know, we're, we're talking to parents, I think from parents sharing their kids, I would say probably the two most you know, prolific would be Facebook and Instagram. You know what I thought was so interesting? You were saying that uh, there's just not a lot of content out there for dads, and a lot of the challenges that new dads face are not really being addressed. And I think from the mom perspective, with regard to social media, the content is out there, but what's out there is not always truthful and honest. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm not consuming a lot of dad content, so I can only speak to what I see about moms. And what I see there is that motherhood is so joyous and motherhood is so beautiful and wonderful. And of course, <laughs> it's challenging and it's the greatest right. gift of all. And then if you don't feel that way, <laughs> there must be something wrong with you. Yeah, you know, and I've, I, it's funny, there's some conferences related to like there's a dad conference and then I, or dad 2.0, and then I actually went to the mom conference as well. And this, it's kind of for people in the business. And it was very interesting because a lot of the women I saw that are very popular um, are being real. And these women are just being as raw and honest as possible. And so I think it is catching on. Finally. Now, in the dad world, there's just not as much content. I think what has resonated mm -hmm. is dad jokes and dad humor and sort of self-deprecation. I mean, you know, the child swinging the bat and hit him in the, hitting him in the groin. You know, it's like <laughs> those are sort of the, the, the dad images or it's like, the, you know, the stupid father on TV. He sort of doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't really understand how to change a diaper. You know, I mean, there's that's been a lot of the dad narrative. And... I looked at it and just said, well, this, I, this is not me. That was kind of like my motivation. It's just, wow, I, there, I know that there has yeah. to be other mm -hmm. people that are dealing with this and, and feel that same way that are kind of over that. So let me ask you then, if, you're, if the content you're consuming on social media as a father is primarily geared toward like, you know, dumb dad jokes and dads are incompetent, when you as a user on Facebook, let's say, go to post something, what sorts of things are you posting on social media, either with or without your kids involved? Well, so I can say me personally, I don't post on social media. Wow. So I actually, yeah, I actually am not, um, the things like for Facebook as an example, like the things that I post are related to Dad University. Um, I don't post really where I am, what I've done, anything. I don't really like anything. I don't... You know, I, I, it's just, I've chosen not to do that instead of sharing 
you know, we just went on vacation. Well, I, I didn't post a vacation pic. You know, I, I mean, it's just, that's the last, and my wife doesn't either, actually. Um, Why is that, if you don't mind me asking? Um, for me, it, it, there's been a couple things. One, um, some of it's privacy related. I'm, I'm pretty aware of what the social networks do and, and you know, the whole controversies. And I, I think I got on Facebook maybe a year or two, two years ago or so. And that was only because I was really pushing Dad University. That was it. Wow. Okay, so let me ask you this then. Okay, so you're building a brand on parenthood, right? Um, and you don't put, put post pictures of your kids on social media or really post anything about yourself is what you're saying. Um, so you must have some thoughts then about people who do put pictures of their kids on Facebook. I mean, you can start with like a birth announcement has now changed. And, and Evie and I have talked a lot about like appropriate birth announcements. Like, do you, you know, is it appropriate now to, to put a birth announcement on Facebook and that's it? You don't send one in the mail. This is what you're getting. Um, to, you know, this is my child's first steps or like, oh, I'm sharing this with all my long distance family or, mm-hmm. oh, this is where my kid has the first day of school and there's a picture of the school in the background. Like there's so many ways that people use social media with their kids. And I, I just, what is your opinion on it? I mean, if you don't post pictures, I'm sure you have one. Well, so I think the overarching issue um, let's call it digital narcissism. That's probably <laughs> that to me, that's the, that's the hot, that's the biggest issue. Like that doesn't mean that, you know, not every person is posting every picture as a result of digital narcissism, but, um, you know, cause like, like you, you just mentioned, like you have an announcement, like your family really wants to see the pictures and really wants to know what's going on. And the grandparents like, but at the same time, there's other ways of doing it. I'll give you an example is like I was on vacation. I sent my sisters and my dad or, you know, a picture of our vacation um, mm-hmm. and said, hey, sure. we're doing this. Like, and that was it. Like, that's really the only people that I cared that would know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So the digital narcissism, though, is a big deal because I think you have to look at why are you posting? And it's for many people. And I'd say I'd like to think probably the majority is that they are doing it because it makes them feel good and they want to show everybody either whether they're proud of the situation, whether they want people to like it. Um, and, and I'm not saying that's a bad I mean, I don't think it's great for me. I don't want to do that. And I think there's probably better and more healthier ways of, of receiving that um, that feedback. But that to me is probably the biggest issue. I mean, somebody is gonna post a picture of their vacation because they want everyone to know that they went on vacation and they're having a great time. Like, mm-hmm. sure. I don't care if people know that I'm, ha- like, it doesn't matter to me. The only thing was like my sister wanted to know like where, how was the resort, you know? And so I sent a picture yeah. of the, you know, next to the pool. Like for me, that's just not where I'm gonna get my fulfillment. I, I don't need that. Um, you know, from a business standpoint, totally separate conversation. I'm trying to look at what people like, what resonates with them, why are they sharing something versus not like, that's a different conversation. But in my personal life, it's just not something I participate in. And I've made a conscious effort not to. So then are you offended when other people consistently share? Offended might not be the word, but, um, I, I definitely have my thoughts on it when I see somebody that is consistently saying, 
I'm so proud of Timmy. He hit his third home run. You know, like, first of all, <laughs> I don't care to see Timmy's home run. Like me personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody else might, you know, and then like their parents might, their friends might. And I, hey, I've talked to tons of people about this and they say, well, that's, I love hearing about my friends and what they're doing. And that makes me feel connected to them. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm thinking, gosh, I, they're not getting fulfilled in some other way. So it's a little judgmental, sure, because I don't know the story, but it's interesting. It's like, why is that need there? Well, they're either not getting that fulfillment from their friends and their family. and stuff. So that's how they get their fulfillment. I tend to agree with you. I Every single time I go to post something on social media, I think to myself, why am I posting this? And if I... If my answer is that I think that other people in my life with whom I'm connected on Facebook will get a kick out of seeing that, you know, my kids just dyed their hair blue, I will post it. Um, but if if there's any of that mm-hmm. motivation for, like, validation, mm-hmm. what you're describing about, oh, I'm on vacation and it's so beautiful here, is don't I have a delightful life, I don't I, – I really won't post that because – I see what you're saying about the narcissism on the flip side in terms of etiquette. I think what maybe previous generations would have considered extremely narcissistic, like basically the existence of everything we do on social media is extremely narcissistic (laughs) has now become the norm. And so I feel like things are shifting a little bit in terms of what is appropriate to post online. And then we get into this question of, Okay, now we as parents posted this picture online, but someday our child has to live with the consequences of us having posted a picture of him or her sitting on a potty when they were two. Absolutely. I think for me, I I get really, really frustrated when I see photos of children on potties. I get really frustrated and upset when I see kids who are sick. Like, oh, my child is sick today. Oh, I'm having such a hard day. And there's like the mom is writing or the dad is writing a a post because they're feeling sad or upset because they're home with their sick kid. And there's a photo of their kid sleeping on the couch, you know, with like an ice pack on their head. It's like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Like, how about the next time you have strep throat, we'll take a picture of you and put it on Facebook. Like... And that's what I always think, like, wow, you know, you're really screwing with your kid's dignity here. Like, that's just disrespectful to take a private moment like that. Like, oh, they're toilet training. Isn't this funny? No, it's not funny for, like, thousands of people to see and, like, a future job employer to be able to look up. Like, I don't, I get, I can't believe some people don't have the foresight to think beyond what they're putting up there, you know? Well, because because of the narcissism. They're not posting it. For the benefit of their child, they're posting it for the benefit of themselves. And so what if what if they post that? What if you posted something, let's even say of your child and their hair, and nobody liked it? <laughs> nobody. <laughs> nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody commented, nobody liked it, nothing. It was yep. ghost town. You <laughs> would actually get a reaction. Yes, I that. would. You know, you would be like, we'd be like, why did my sister not, you know, uh, yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. You know, why did, like, why did, you know, whoever, I can't believe my parents didn't even think of, like, commenting on that. Like, we actually then have an expectation that mm-hmm. that there should be some sort of feedback. And that's ultimately why so many people post. So do you think that people are posting on social media pictures of their children um, and using their kids as, like, dare, dare I say, ass- ass- accessories, you know? Oh, like, absolutely. Hey, yeah. you know. 
that I mean, that's a tough that's a tough thing to, to swallow there, you know? I, I would I think ninety percent of social posting, if not higher, is is that when it's apparent. I mean, why why what's the benefit how is the post benefiting the child in any way? Well, I have to say I have an eight year old who when step number one, I ask her, may I take a photo? Step number two, I ask her, yep. may I share the photo? And then after that, she wants to know who's commented, how many likes. How many yes. likes? <laughs> so now we get into right. that challenge. So right there is a problem. And I've done quite a few videos on the importance of validation of what's inside and that has nothing to do with what they were born with. So, you know, a girl's eyes, a girl's nose, how she looks, I mean, whatever it is, I have beautiful hair. She didn't choose that. <laughs> like, that is genetic. And so complimenting somebody on something that is genetic, I mean, we can go into, there's all kinds of stuff with that. Oh, Evie, this is like, he's like speaking your language here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, and what, and what I say is if you, if you can build the daughter up on the inside, you don't have to worry about as much what's on the out. You know, she she will be okay with what's on the outside. If you talk about what's on the outside and build that up, she definitely will have an issue with what's on the inside. I mean, it's, you know, my oldest is nine and I have a boy. So my oldest is a boy. So I think I deal, I'm dealing with some of this stuff. I haven't as much as Evie has because she, she has a daughter. I don't know, maybe not. But um, he has said the words Facebook to me and, and I'll say, what is that? Do you know what that is? <laughs> and then he'll say, because he said to me once, my picture's on Facebook. <laughs> and I said, well, what do you mean? Your picture's on Facebook. Well, so-and-so said that they took a picture of me and I was doing something outside and they put it on Facebook. I'm like, well, what does that mean? And he said, well, it means that it's on the internet. Okay, true. Um, but we sort of stopped there. Um and I, I don't, I haven't really had that conversation yet with my kids about this is a platform where people share photos with their friends and family. I, 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 I post some photos of my kids, not a ton, but some. And I haven't really had the permission conversation yet. I mean, I might say like, hey, like I always ask him to take a picture, but I've never asked like, I'll say like, hey, can I show this to some people is, is what I say. Are you okay if I show this to some people? Yeah, yeah, we're okay with it. Okay. Right. But they don't really understand what that means yet. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I'm not really ready to open that can of worms right. because I don't want them to understand what all of this is. Well, but it, it's it's having an open conversation with them. It really is. I mean, because you can't avoid the reality of like, this is our world. And so I'm not, I'm not going to romanticize, well, hey, the way it used to be was so much better. But, you know, it is the way that our world is. And so talking to them about the risks and understanding that, like, when you post a picture, mm -hmm. it is forever there. But you're also getting, like, I talked about this on a podcast, you're getting into security issues, too. You know, there, there are security issues related to that, that, you know, somebody can know, oh, this is where they go to school. Oh, this is where they have right. you know, baseball oh, yeah. on Saturdays. Um, you know, and... There's all kinds of issues that have arisen from that, you know, stolen identities. I mean, there's, and I don't live in fear, but part of that is, is just I don't participate in it. So I kind of just eliminated that. Can I ask you a question? Do your kids have phones? No. Okay. Do you, 
have any concept of like when they might be come of an age where you, they'll have their own phones? Um, so the wait till eight campaign is I really like that. Wait till eight? Are you crazy? Eight? That is like uh, who gives a phone at eight? What the hell do you do <laughs> wait, with a wait phone till at eight? eight? Wait till eighth grade. Oh, eighth yeah. grade. Oh, geez. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my God. Eight years old. Sorry. What? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, no, we've we've had the conversation with my son is 11. We, we've my wife and I have had that conversation. I'm not ready. So I've heard of parents with older kids who say I have all the same apps that my kids have on their phone on my phone. I have their passwords. I have to go and learn how to use each one of these social media apps so that I can engage with their content and make sure that they're not doing something sneaky, like some you know hidden feature in this app that I don't even know about. Right. Is, right. is that... I mean, it sounds like you've really been very regimented about the way that you engage with social media. Um, if your kids, when they get that phone, let's say eighth, ninth grade, hypothetically, mm-hmm. if your child wants an Instagram account, is that something you feel like you'll allow? I would have the conversation. Um, allowing them, probably not. You know, we're almost there. I'm what I'm trying to do is empower my children to make decisions. But like in an ideal world, if you ask me, is that I've I've educated them enough where they'll actually say, you know what, that might not be something I want to do. Yeah, I think from the etiquette perspective, our kids learn good manners, you know, on social networks or um, in in the real world through our modeling it for them, and so. Right. My concern would be to disengage entirely may not provide them with the opportunity to see how it is done correctly. So I completely understand and relate to your perspective on not wanting to post things. My husband doesn't have a single social media account. So we have this conversation all the time. (laughs) I get it. Um, But I guess if you are going to be engaging on social media and you do have kids who are coming of age where, you know, in the next few years, they're going to be having phones and accounts of their own. I think that parents do need to start engaging with their kids as they post so that you can have a conversation of what do you what does it mean when you put a photo online? What happens with it? Who gets to see it? How can you set your privacy settings so that you can control what comes of that image to a you know, whatever limited extent we can. And then once the comments and the likes start rolling in, what does that really mean? Is that of value to us in our lives? Is this something that's going to drive us to post more? Is it providing, you know, outer validation that is meaningful? Or is it just a nice thing? It's, you know, like somebody saying, I like your shirt today, and then we move on with our lives and we're done with that comment. The hope is, is that you can teach them how to get fulfillment in different ways or that they are fulfilled so that they aren't seeking that, you know, whether, and, and whether it's online or not, I mean, you don't want, we ultimately don't want our children seeking approval of all their friends at school. Like that's not what you want for them. You know, I think that some people might, you know, and you have older children, but I can hear some of my friends voices like kind of echoing in my head right now, you know, saying like, oh, it's not that easy. Like all their friends have accounts or their friends are posting photos or they're going to go to a sleepover and have a photo posted of them. And you're not going to, you know, when they're little, you can control it. You can call after a play date and be like, and I've done this. Please take that down. 
Yep. Like I didn't, I didn't ask, you didn't ask my permission to put that on Facebook. You need to take it down. Um, and I've totally been that parent who's called um, and done that. But as your kids get older, you know, friends post on their own accounts when they're 12, 13 and they have their own phones. And then your kids' photos are in places that you did not give permission for them to be. Um, and they're still a minor. They're still young. They're still under your responsibility. Yep. You know, what are you going to do? And I can see my friends telling, my friends with older kids saying, it's not that easy. You can't control every little thing they do you once can. they're out of your care you, you know? can't and that's where the f- 14 years prior to that you hope you've yep. established a good you know a, a child who's going to make some good decisions you know they're gonna mess up they're going to screw up and do something stupid just like we all did and the hope is though they're gonna learn quickly okay so last question when you make a decision not to post something online like you said vacation photos. Do you tell your kids that? Do they know that you have made a decision not to share that sort of thing and why you don't? Like they are aware that I don't post things on, but they, they really, at least I don't hear them having the conversations about Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Like they're, they're not having those conversations at least around us. And even when we hear them with their friends and such. Oh my God. My eight-year-old said to me the other day, do you have TikTok on your phone? (laughs) She like recognized the icon. So they do. Yeah. They do know TikTok from a neighbor, like a neighbor was outside. (laughs) What is that? What is that? Um, It's basically musically. So it's just recording. Like a lot of it is used for like dances and stuff. You know, they know of it, but they know that I don't, you know, if anything, they'll look at YouTube and go, Hey dad, like I liked your last video, you know, or something (laughs) like that. You know, I certainly can appreciate some social things um, for what they are. And, you know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without social media. It's an important part of of, of me getting out information. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm worried about it, too. You know, I'm worried about how it is impacting children and impacting adults. And it, it's, it's not, for me, there's more negative than good because of just how people use it, not because what it is. I will completely agree with you that social media has made parenting a hundred times <laughs> harder than it used to be. Yes. <laughs> and um, you've given us a lot to think about, and it was awesome to have your perspective on the show today. We really you. appreciate you being here. Awesome. Um, would you mind telling our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, the best thing is just to go to daduniversity.com. And then my YouTube videos are probably the most popular. That's where I, you know, I do a lot of my my effort is, is is the YouTube videos and I release like a new video every week so fantastic we'll be sure to include all those links in our show notes so guys we want to hear from you as usual uh, remember 857 Manners give us a call we want to hear what you think about this conversation tonight because you know social media is a passionate topic everybody has something to say because we all use it and sometimes our kids use it. And so we want to know what you think. If you have a child that's a preteen or a teen and you've given them a phone, what are your boundaries? How do you handle that? So we definitely want to hear what you have to say. Um, you can email us at hi at evieandsarah.com or call us at 857-MANNERS. And there you have it. There you have it. Right on. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Great um, perspectives yeah, there. Totally. Yeah, totally. It's like, it's good to, to hear other people than us. Sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, without having to I go mean, and listen though? to another episode right. or an, another podcast. <laughs> uh, but actually, I, I do uh, recommend their podcast. It's uh, evieandsarah.com, and it's E-V-I-E and Sarah, S-A-R-A-H.com. I'll put a link in the description sure. and you know check them out they're, the they're great we had a great time so that's great 
Yeah. yeah. If uh, Alan, if anybody has any feedback or comments for us, what should they do? They should email us podcast at daduniversity.com. Or maybe hit us up on social media, Dad University or Dad Univ in most cases, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, etc. And then also, uh, we have a lot of great content on YouTube, not just the podcast, but also some great videos from Jason. And if nothing else, and you're listening to us on one of our podcatcher devices, whatever those things are called, please leave a five star review, a thumbs up, and subscribe. Subscribe to that network as it really helps perpetuate the show. All right. Well, Alan, as always, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.